I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always follow the money. money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome in. Good to have you on board today. You can download the free OddTrader app, OddTrader.com app. To compare betting odds from licensed sports books, access injury reports, get in-game action, and much more, go to oddstrader.com. This is Thursdays with the Maestro Mike Palm in studio uh, from the Circa Resort and Casino, the Golden Gate as well, and odds on weekdays at 2 Eastern, 11 Pacific. Greetings and salutations, my friend. Good morning, Mitch. Good morning, Paul. Good morning. morning. Millinocket, Maine, and all of our loyal Nesson family out there watching this morning. Palatine, Illinois, Peekaboo Marquis, we see you. Sarnia, Ontario, everyone watching on Rogers Sportsnet, and Murraysville, Pennsylvania. Good morning, AT&T. Mm, beautiful. I like it. Well done. Uh-huh. Great. How was week one for you? Do you okay in the NFL? For me or for us? Uh, both. I didn't play much, really. I thought bad beat. I had that Tennessee-Arizona game over. Oh! That's a tough beat. Yeah, 19 yeah, plus a miss extra point, and Prater misses a Prater field goal. Field. Come on. Yep. Yeah. And you could just see the Cardinals were just taking the air out of the ball the whole fourth quarter. Run, 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 run. You know, mm-hmm. Once it got down like under eight minutes, I knew I had a loser. Vrabel said the hell with this game, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He ran the ball late, too. Well, there's your tease. That's the, the overreaction that's not an overreaction. Uh, is think, that the one? I don't oh. think Tennessee's any good. Mm. Oh, really? Okay, I, I, there I, you go. I, I oh. said all along they're going to miss Arthur Smith. Arthur Smith was the Tannehill whisperer. Okay. 
Wow, did you watch him? couldn't beat out a wide receiver at Texas A&M. Aww. He was garbage in Miami. The last two years, he's been a top five quarterback statistically. Arthur Smith may not be a head coach either. They were four yards of play in his debut. God, was that was a tough game to watch. Oh, man. 28 I'm, penalties. Oh, So mad oh. at that game and myself for oh. falling for Matt Ryan and the Falcons. Oh, they got me, I too. I had him, too. Oh, yeah, they God. got me, too. Oh, why are they only sure. three? They feel is terrible. Jalen Hurts. Right, right. Yeah. Atlanta was in games. Atlanta last went right year. down the field, had yep. first and goal, and then nah. they never heard from again. Ridiculous. <laughs> I'm sure the book you did circa crushed oh, it we though. Did. We did great. The only right. game we really got beat on was the night game. Uh, Rams. You know, everybody had the Rams. Right, right. But other than that, Barkley late we, night. Yeah. We did. We did very well. <laughs> well the, the, you... the backdoor cover by forty by the by the oh. Lions was huge for us. Huge. You know, we closed that game nine and a half. Nine and a half. Sure. We got yeah. to, yeah. All, sure. Just nothing but nothing but 49ers money all well, day. How'd you guys do on the Monday night game? A ton of Raiders money, but did you get some buyback on the Ravens? Yeah, we had. We it, it really wasn't much of a decision for us. Really, actually, was kind of a little bit good that it went over. We had a little right. bit of under money. All right, contest. What do we have? Well, we you know, you I know. Love, I look forward to this. You could have taken. Week. You could have taken the money. First of all, you could have taken the money line on more entries and, and got even money. On Survivor, right? But if you took the eight and a half, that would have been the bet. The bet, the bet. <laughs> four thousand eighty-seven to four thousand eighty. How unbelievable is that? Right. Maybe I was right when I told him. Just guarantee eight million. Four and four. Maybe. Maybe yeah. I was close with the number there. Uh, only eight, Paul. Only eight survivors didn't put their picks in, which is really a low number when you consider we had, you know, three times as many people as last year, right? But, so now, did you a, receive a "What can you do pretty, for me?" email? We we got some angry people that were that, well, we, that were upset that they missed the what? they missed the pick. Who, are they mad at themselves? They're or all mad at, mad at Jeff Benson. They're Who? all ready to lynch Jeff Benson up. How? What'd they say? Well, what how, was come, the how come you can't get him in? How come? <laughs> okay. Wait a minute. I love this. I the love system it. shuts down at three o'clock. Yeah, I love it. People, there were people that yeah. came at two thirty that were mad that they couldn't get in the contest when the deadline was two. Yeah. They called gaming. We had gaming came down and did an investigation. Call gaming. There yes. you go. Zero accountability call, for human call beings gaming now. that we wouldn't let them in before three. There's, ru- there's rules everywhere. Yeah. You have to have your picks in at a certain <laughs> time. We only talked about it for five months. Yeah, that's right. And, and it's exactly. your fault that, yeah. that, that they missed the that deadline. Had, had gaming. Gaming came down here, interviewed Jeff Benson at 8 Puh. o'clock Saturday night about why you didn't let these people in the contest. You're kidding me. No, I'm not. Oh. Just the worst of the worst. What they say? Like what? Life got in the way? I don't know. Like, no, no. Well, you re- can get your picks in till three. Why can't you get in the contest till three? Oh my! And then twenty-one in yeah. circa million. Tw- twenty-one in the circa million. Okay. And, and they're not eligible to win the booby prize. No, 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 no. You have to put picks in every week. All you do? five picks in every yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. Don't you love uh, people. Yeah. Huh? People. They're you, the you worst. You gotta love them. Oh, Amazing. <laughs> how about this? How about the survivor though? That we had six hundred eighty-three people knocked out already. I mean, I heard you talking yep. about. The last man standing, half the field is gone half already. The field. See ya. But that's a that's a point spread contest. Yeah. So it's different. Right. I mean, to get so almost seventeen percent eliminated in week one. The, the head scratcher for me though was the, the Jaguars. That that many people. That was the fifth most popular yeah. pick, and it wasn't Derek's double option theory either, because only fifteen people had the Texans. Uh. Maybe fifteen people did the double option on that game. Got both of them out mm-hmm. of the way. But uh, you know, you know, uh, Mike, it was. I think it was the fifth, sixth. Seventh, eighth, and ninth most popular selections all yeah. got axed. Jags one seventy nine, Falcons one sixty three, Bills one hundred one, Vikings seventy five, Patriots sixty two. Fifth through ninth out. Mm. And I know, oh. I know, some people actually had they fired all six on the Panthers. That was a popular pick. Oh. Uh, uh, Amal had them. Amal used both his entries on. Did on he? The, that's a good spot. They're yeah. in a good spot, right? Because mm. they they didn't have to use the Rams. They didn't have to use the Forty ers So 
already people grousing about the Christmas week rule, right? Because this week it's uh, some obvious picks are playing on Christmas. You can't use it that's because of Christmas, right? That's the thing. Oh. It makes week too hard. Hey, observation. They're grousing. Here's, yeah, here's, they're grousing. When, when I was breaking this down last week, like <laughs> hours per day, no joke. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at the Christmas Day schedule, and then I look at week two. I'm like, boy, the Browns get the Texans, but I'm like, I don't think I can use the Browns. I can't use the Packers. You got to save them for Christmas. You, you know, yeah, right. Those are the two teams, Browns and yeah. Packers, this week to both to bounce back yes, off a loss. Right. You said last week you got to save the Cardinals for Christmas, and I thought, well, but they're playing the Colts, right? I mean, why? What's that? That looks like a better statement now. That's aging well so far. Well, I mean, it's one weekend, but, <laughs> uh, but 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 I, I also tried to like find a way to keep as many of those teams as possible, yeah. Thanksgiving and Christmas. Well, you have to. And all those games are coin flip games. Even, I mean, Dallas and the Raiders, that's not a gimme game on Thanksgiving. Not at all. No. Not at all. Titans and, and the 49ers the Thursday before Christmas. I mean, none of those games are easy. You know what team I want to keep? Can I, I'll say this on the air because yeah, everybody's probably looking ahead already. But I could regret this. Uh, my thought is going into Thanksgiving, I want to use the Bears against the Lions. That'd be the yeah. one time I would use Chicago. But yeah. I, I don't know, maybe... Who knows what's going to be though? You don't know. No, you don't yeah, know. Is, no, is Fields going to be playing? Is it who, who knows? Yep. Are the Lions? I didn't think the Lions played that bad. I thought. Uh, I mean, they got. Yes, the, they did. But they got. It was down, all garbage time. The they, 49ers relaxed. The onside kick. I mean, come on. I understand, but I I don't think the Lions were that awful. I don't think Dan Campbell was that awful. I don't think. I mean, what's they, the bar? They, they were. I mean, what's the bar? Well, it's very low. Come on, it's, my, come it's, on. It's very low. It's Jacksonville low. Okay, very well, good. Well, also. Good. Correct me if I'm wrong. Was that not like 14-10 Niners with four or five minutes to go before halftime? And then it kind of blew up on the lines at that point. Got out of control. turned the ball over. It looked like he wasn't going to get up. And yeah, right before the half. Right before the half. Yeah. 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 So maybe if that doesn't happen, yeah, they, things they go. moved the ball in the first half. They did. They, yeah, they uh, were. Uh, they were. Yeah. Uh, you have uh, Sean Payton at 35-1 to one to win oh, coach What of a great year. week one for me. <laughs> well, no kidding, right? So are you going to like, is that the one guy you're going to go to war with this year? Or are you going to like try to pick spots to maybe find numbers in other people? No, you have to as it goes along and, and see the storyline. I mean, you asked me that question. Is there somebody I want to add to my portfolio early? Look, what's the bar for David Culley in Houston to win coach of the year? That's a great win question, six or Mike. seven games? Phenomenal question. They, they look very good. I mean, Jacksonville's bad, but they look very good. That game wasn't as close. Jacksonville scored twice. Tyrod Taylor, efficient, great. moving the ball. Yep. This team could be viable. They can run the ball, and that division sucked, right? Everybody <laughs> yes. lost but yeah. them. The Colts, I mean, Seattle did whatever they wanted on offense. They were very efficient. And Tennessee, I don't I don't think they're a playoff team. That's the team, huh? That's yeah. the one thing that's not going to be an overreaction. They were totally dominated they in that were. game. Amal pounded them in the second half. He said, they got to come back at home, right? No, he did, they didn't even give him a shot with his money in the second half. So you would not even, like, if that number gets to six, you would not even say, Tennessee, give me ten, the Titans in six this week against the Seahawks? Uh, no. no. I think that game should be a touchdown. So I make gonna, that number seven. So you're going to be playing Seahawks on Moneyline parlays and teasers? Yes, I will. Yes, I will. Thoughts tonight? If I was in Survivor, I would be tempted to use the football team this week. Oh, wow. That's how bad I think the Giants are. They are really bad. I mean, they scored on the last play of the game there. That's right. They get, they and, and Denver dropped the touchdown pass. I mean, that right. was really a three-touchdown yeah. game. Teddy carved okay. them up. They are awful. That's right. They are god-awful. I forgot about the handler They can't drop. run the ball. They don't know how to call plays. The quarterback holds the ball forever. Washington can't be as bad on defense as they were last week. But let me tell you something. I love this kid, Herbert. Amal calls him oh. my adopted son. He is so He's good. Awesome. I mean, our coach here, Arroyo, was the only thing that could hold Herbert down. Yeah, absolutely. And he did it for two years. Yeah, absolutely. And Cristobal, don't yeah. forget. Mr. Cristobal. How about Cristobal's right. name getting thrown around for the USC it. job? I don't get it. We why, why would he want to leave Oregon anyhow? Well, that's you a, get the money? A, at the, well, that's a great spot to coach. You know, I, I, yeah. you know, it's funny when you talk to fans, 
because it, it, it's like fanboy and they have the jerseys on, so yeah. they're not objective and you're not going to get – but they also know the team very well. I, I was shocked I was on a Giants fan website, and they're just like, this team stinks. i like, <laughs> yeah, I can't – the best line was the offensive play calling doesn't fit the personnel, and they just eviscerated Garrett. These are fans talking, and guys who cover the team. So I, yeah. I thought this is they might be onto something there. Well, Lombardi, Lombardi's been talking about this well, for two or three great. years. I how bad the organization is. They don't know their own players. They can't evaluate yep. their own. T- they don't evaluate their coaches. He and the change, change needs to come in ownership. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that could be. That's another problem too. Yeah, he said, he had a great take because I asked him, "Are the Giants the worst team in the East?" When he was on our show. And he said it's not close. They are definitely the worst. Philadelphia is appreciably better than the Giants. Really? Yeah. Huh. What if Barkley doesn't play? You don't have Ingram. He's not right. He, Jones, Jones is right. bad the way it is. His numbers are worse without Barkley. And the defense is not right. The defense is awful. It's going to be. You, you think, think so? so? I think their defense is bad. I do. I mean, Bridgewater did whatever he wanted the whole game. I mean, Fangio comes in there with a Hippocratic view of the quarterback. Do no harm, right? We'll win the game as long as you don't turn the ball huh? over. And he dominated a game like that. Uh, Danny Dimes uh, could be in for a long game tonight. Yeah. The Broncos' defense very good. No, no, but, yeah. I think Wash. I think you're right. Washington's defense is better than what they showed last week. I would be tempted to try to sneak through Survivor with them this week. All it's a tough week. Pick. It's a tough week. Yeah. If you want to try to avoid the, the, like the, 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 the contest is misnamed. The goal is not to survive. The goal is to win the contest. Right. To win the contest. Yeah. Mm. Uh, let's follow the money here on Vsin, the Sports Betting Network. Thursdays with the Maestro, Mike Palman Studio. Up next, the five biggest gaffes of the week, aka. No hyperbole, number one, uh, an homage. This is going to be a tearful farewell, I believe. Number one coming up, a no hyperbole. That's next year with Mike Palm. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Sports Betting Network. Your sports book, great odds, personalized promotions, same game parlays. You can boost for even bigger payouts. About a faster app, easier withdrawals, and complete security. Sounds like you just don't want to bet. You want to live your bet life. Bet with points, bet, great odds, bigger payouts, fast, reliable sports book. Download the app now. Sign up with code VSIN2K. VSIN2K to get your first bet risk free up to $2,000. Must be 21 gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLING. We do it every week. It's Thursday with the Maestro. It's time for no hyperbole. The five biggest gaffes. Take it away, Maestro. Hey, we're back to five, baby. Number five. Sunshine go away today. In 1971, Jonathan Edwards released the song, Sunshine Go Away Today. I think the Green Bay Packers and Matt Campbell should adopt this as their theme song. Uh, Matt Matt LaFleur, sorry. LaFleur... In his two years in one game, is 26 and seven in the regular season. He's 25 and three outside the states of California or Florida. Let's take a look at some of the games they played in these two sunshine states. November 3rd, 2019, they went to San Diego where they accumulated only 184 yards of offense against the Chargers, losing 26 to 11. Then three weeks later. They traveled to San Francisco, where they got beat 37 to 8, getting outgained 339 to 198. The NFC Championship game was again in San Francisco, where they got blitzed, trailing 27 nothing at half and losing 37 20 to the 49ers. Last year, they went down to Tampa Bay on November 18th and got beat 38 to 10 by the Buccaneers. The game would be a rematch in Lambeau in the NFC Championship game. 
And then week one this year, 38 to three in Jacksonville at the hand of the Saints. Here's the halftime scores of those five games, Mitch. Nine nothing, 23 nothing, 27 nothing, 28 10, and 17 to three. That's an average score of 21 to three and a half. Oh. LaFleur really has his boys ready to play. A great coach, right? He's very sure good. He He's yeah. very, yeah. 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 very good. Guess where they go next week. They're very, 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 very good. Okay, number four, Urban Flight. Now, I've told you I don't think Urban Meyer's going to last the year in Jacksonville, and week one did nothing to discourage me of that. Uh, look, they're down 20-7 to with less than a minute to go in the half. Houston kicks off to them after kicking a field goal. They have no timeouts left, okay? What does he do? He throws three passes and takes 14 seconds off the clock, Punts back to Houston that has three timeouts left. They go down and score a touchdown. 27 nothing game over. 27-7, game over. Why wouldn't you run the ball three times and make them use their... T- when you punt, they'll take a knee if they have no timeouts left. They have the ball in their own 25. It's unfathomable play calling. Look, here's, here's the problem. here. You have to hire, as a college coach coming to the pros, good assistants. And who does he choose as his offensive coordinator? Daryl Bevel. Yep. I mean, Daryl Bevel. What do we know Daryl Bevel for? <laughs> We're calling a pass play on first and goal at the one line, all right, with Seattle in the Super Bowl, and for calling timeout with Detroit on a fourth down play that would have won the game against the Cardinals in week one and cost them, and the game ends up being in a tie. Remember Jimmy Johnson when he went from Miami to the Cowboys? Remember, he didn't have North Turner the first years. Remember who his offensive coordinator was? David Shula. David Shula. It's not till he hired North Turner in wow. year three that they really turned that team around uh, with the triplets. All right, number three, Mm-mm, not good. Who am I talking about? Matt Campbell. Campbell's Mm-mm, not good. <laughs> Kirk, Ferentz, Kirk Ferentz has to thank his lucky stars that Matt Campbell wandered his way into Ames, <laughs> Iowa. Uh. Kirk Ferentz, a very credible 22-year career at Iowa. Do you know before Matt Campbell arrived in Ames what Kirk Ferentz's record was against Iowa State? Oh, this is a great trivia question. Eight and nine. Oh, <laughs> Lombardi. Including having lost four times to Dan McCarney. What? <laughs> three times to Paul Rhodes and one time to Gene Chizik. Wow. Well, that all got corrected with your boy, Matt Campbell. Wonder boy here. How about when this game was six before the season started? And I said, how could they ever be laying close to a touchdown, let alone any points to Iowa, when he never beats Ferentz? Okay, five straight losses. But here's what's really unbelievable about the five losses, okay? In the last four games, they have more than double the passing yards of Iowa. In the last four games. Uh More than double the passing yards. But the average time of possession is Iowa has 35 minutes time of possession. And how about the turnover margin in these five games? Iowa, zero turnovers. Iowa State, 10. Uh, I mean, tell me about teams being disciplined. And here's another thing. Why would you bench Purdy in this? He was awful. But what did you serve but, to do? Did you think that guy was going to lead you back no, three I, I, touchdowns? I know, I, know you're saying, I know you're saying, but Purdy sucks. But don't you? Ooh. You're not a big Purdy Oh, has yes, he gotten bad? You're telling me you have no Heisman tickets on Purdy. No, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> By the way, uh, to your point on Campbell, yeah. the, the stuff about going to USC, stop it already. Stop it. I thought that was a joke when his name was listed. Yeah, me too. First of all, I'll reveal this to number one. USC has their guy picked up. All right, number, number two, a tailor-made comeback. Another wonder kid. Zach Taylor is leading Minnesota 21-7 to with three minutes to go. In this was I was texting everybody I could. I couldn't believe what I was watching. 21-7, to three minutes to go. But let's frame it this way. 
Minnesota had only had one drive the entire game where they got more than one first down. Yep. Had not crossed midfield other than that one drive. Okay, they had been inept on offense. And he goes fourth and one from his own 30, turned the whole game around. Yep. Fourth place, it's 21-14. They kick a field goal touchdown, 21-21. I mean, and then the game becomes a total toss-up it once does. it gets yeah. there. But he says this. They asked him after the game about the decision. He goes, I don't regret the decision. I just think it was probably a bad play call, running Mixon into the middle of the line. Quote, I felt like we could go steal a victory right there. Steal a victory? You're up 14 points against a team that couldn't move the ball. You want the kicker? They could have put the game away and iced it in the fourth quarter with late with two minutes left with a first down. He punted fourth yeah, and two I saw that. in Vikings territory. Yeah. Pick a lane. Yeah, that's the thing where you win the game with the that's play. That's right. Yeah, you don't win. That's it. right. You don't win that game God. by getting the first down at the thirty-one is, yard line I in the third quarter. That's why you're I, here. That was the quote. Yes. This we is could steal the victory the there. Thirty-one-seven. Incredible. All right, let's get to number one. This is a this is a fond farewell to our guy. The sins of Troy. It finally ends. <laughs> it, it finally ends for for Clay Helton. Uh, his run at USC. Mitch, you were the lead guy. You were the lead guy on Matt Campbell. Enough with the Matt Campbell. And you were the lead guy on how can they keep bringing him. Day one. Well, Lynch yeah. wants to blame for this with that contract. Yes. It would have cost him $20 million to buy the guy out. That's why. That's why they could never get rid of him. But let's take a look at Clay Helton's tenure. Now, he did go 46-24. and 24, But they started out with that terrific team with Arnold, right? That that, that team that went 10-3. and three. He was 19-14 and 14 the last four seasons. 9-12 and 12 against ranked opponents. Three and six against the top ten, one and three against Notre Dame. And here's the kicker. In the last five years, every year they finished worse than their preseason ranking. Oh. Which says a lot to the coaching. Here's another stat in the last five years. There's only three other schools that have been cumulative recruiting classes have been ranked higher than USC. USC is ranked number four in the last five years in all the recruiting classes. In the country? Yes. Who are the other three schools? Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia. I think they've done a little more. I think they've they done a lot. Let's oh. go. Let's go back to some of the lowlights. Play Helton's career. October twenty first, twenty seventeen at Notre Dame. They get shellacked, forty nine to fourteen. Then in the Cotton Bowl, uh, in the Cotton Bowl against Ohio State, at the end of the year, twenty four to seven beat. They didn't show up. Maybe his worst game was September fifteenth, two thousand eighteen in Austin against Texas, where they lost thirty seven fourteen. They led that game 14-3 in the second quarter and had fourth and goal at the ran one. He ran a toss sweep and didn't pull any of the offensive linemen. They lost four yards. They also had three punts in that game of less than 30 yards. They get beat by Oregon in the Coliseum in 1956-24. Oregon scored a touchdown every time they had the ball. And then at the end of that year, six weeks later, Kurt Ferentz and Iowa put 49 on him in San Diego in the Holiday Bowl. Oh. Then last year... In a Pac-12 championship game in the Coliseum, they played against an Oregon team that was a last-minute substitute because Washington had COVID, and they lost at home 31-24. And then this debacle against Stanford, where they were down 42-13 in this game before two garbage-time touchdowns. Finally, finally, it was enough. Mike Bond, the AD, uh, was asked where he would take this search, and he indicated they already had their guy. They would be going after John Robinson. Hopefully they could make him a long-term deal for his third stint at USC. When asked why 86-year-old John Robinson was their top candidate, Bond explained, because John McKay died in 2001. <laughs> and that's no hyperbole. Uh, very good. Good to have it back. Uh, yeah, it is. Good to have good. football back. So much no stuff hyperbole. Oh, my God. You could have had 10, you said, huh? I could have. The, yeah. the NFL alone. The, the coaching oh, course, decisions. Yeah. The Zach sure. Taylor Clark stuff. Ma- you could have put the Herbert call in there. Yeah. 
Could have cruel the fumble. fumble. <laughs> Who threw the end zone? By, by I way, didn't even pick on any officiating this no, week. You you had had How yeah. hot is the seat already for Taylor if they blow that game because of that? Yeah, it's just unfathomable call. that you would do that. Right, there's, and, there's not one person in the organization anywhere that came out and said, hey, yeah, that was a good I don't, call. I don't care what Good analytics for, say. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. It's, it's situational football. It's it's different when Peyton's doing it in positive territory, or fourth and goal yes, or whatever, right. and, and you got control and you're trying to, this is on your own 30. What yeah. do you accomplish by having a first down on the 31? Yeah, he's worth a look, 12 yeah. to 1. That certainly helped him, yeah. Yeah, he's no what good. happened, but he's, yeah. How about Zimmer? Oh, I think they're going to get shellacked in Phoenix uh, so this week, I. too. Oh, you're not buying so me. I'm laying the points there. You are. Absolutely. With you. Taking Vikings money, though, it's down to like three and a half I don't now. care about it. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, up next, in-pocket <laughs> plays, what we're betting. And uh, what would the best World Series matchup be? We'll ask Mike that, and he has a great ticket on a team to make the playoffs. to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. Take it. I bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're right. In pocket plays, here we go. Loser yesterday. Had, uh, the, it was a good game, uh, but a loser. Cubs plus 170 against the Phillies. Phillies need all these games like blood. Um... Today, NFL, Thursday Night Football, I'm going to go Sterling. I like his matchup tonight. Sterling Shepard over yep. five is minus 110 and uh, five catches and over 56 and a half, 56 yards out there. Um, and I bet this in the look ahead last week, Titans Seahawks over 49 and a half. My play. Okay, very good. I'm with you on the Shepard play. All right, let's go first quarter under tonight, seven and a half. Dollar 40 juice. Go under 41 in the game. Let's take longest touchdown under 37 yards. Look ahead line. Rams were three against the Colts. That's moved. Arizona State two against BYU. Horrible spot. That's moved. Mm-hmm. In pocket presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern. BetRivers.com. Mike, I thought I had a good ticket on the Blue Jays to win the American League at like plus 1850 for a small bet, but you have them on a ticket just just to make the playoffs? Yeah, I got it. But I only bet 200 on it at 12 to 1. I think they were seven and a half games out of the second wild card, and they were floundering and they couldn't score. And the Yankees were hot, and it looked like they weren't even going to be in the race. So I bet them and the Reds at the same time. I took the Reds at four to one to make the playoffs. They were they, they were five games behind the Padres, and now I'm just getting tortured every day. Yeah, eight series in a row. Right to that to the sub 500 teams. team. Yeah, yep. Here's what Rob Manfred. Here's what he should. He should declare that no team deserves the second wild card. <laughs> Nobody gets it. I like and it. And he's reseeding it because we shouldn't have to see Dodgers-Giants with the two best records in baseball. Oh, man. Let the Dodgers play at the Brewers and let the Braves play at the Giants and just have a four-team National League you know, playoff. Th- this is real no. with the Cardinals. Absolutely. I mean, to get in, and then if they can set it up so to where, nice. like, they can go Wainwright in the wild card game. they got to pitch really well, though. Their lineup is not that good. Yeah, it's they like, just got to pitch. But, but they're like the... They're the only competent team. All these other teams. How about the Phillies? The Phillies. That's the team I'm the most mad I at. I had them against he, the Cubs two nights. I came back and then played the Phillies with Suarez on the run line because I didn't want to lay the juice. So we both lose on that game. Yeah. I should have yeah. just played Suarez first five because he's so good. Yeah, I mean, Suarez they converted him. He gives him a solid five every game. He is good. Yep. yep. Yeah. You can catch books with their pants down out there again. And thanks to those people that sent that in yesterday that saw the Cardinals 12 to 1. And I, William Hill had seven. Seven, okay. And I'm yeah. screaming at this guy that it's a good bet. He go, well, they're going to face Scherzer. Number one, you don't know that. 
Number two, what's he going to be? Because he got only a game and a half back. What Scherzer against Wayne? Your Russo huh? It's Scherzer Wainwright, I think, is 210, 220. Well, it might be Gossman against Wainwright, like you said. Yeah. It's not over. Or Webb. The Dodgers are like eight. Sh- Dodgers are eight and two in their last ten. They won six in a row. And they've lost the game in the standings during that stretch to the Giants. Incredible. I, it's not over though. I mean, obviously, it's, a, it's still a coin oh, flip no, in the West. No, no, of course not. There's still um, best. What's Gaussman? What's Gaussman against a dollar seventy? A dollar seven. The Gaussman's what's Gaussman? How could he be a dollar forty today against an unnamed starter for the Padres? Earlier, he was. Uh, Arietta was only getting plus one forty-five yes. early in the day. I against yes. then it goes to two dollars. So these yes. numbers are all off in the morning. They've been the disrespect of the Giants all year. All year long. They're all the best year. offense in baseball. Plain they take and simple. And home run. And, and, the, and the Padres' power rating has been to the moon all year long. Yeah, they, earlier today, I, I, the Giants were $1.30. Yeah. Earlier. How could that be? It should I, be two thirty, Closer to two thirty. And then we don't even know who's pitching. Who's I, pitching? Yes. Vince Velas- they just signed Vince Velasquez. You see Toss that? Him out. Yeah, he yeah. can't be worse than Arietta. Oh, God. Best That's World it. Series matchup would be who? I like if it was to be the Dodgers against the Blue Jays. Because I like that the Blue Jays can throw Robbie Ray out there. They can throw Ryu out there. This kid Manoa's been great. Yeah. You could throw Stripling if you needed to, if you got into a spot. I just think I think that'd be an awesome matchup. I'd like to see the Brewers. I like to see pitching, right? So yeah. the Brewers would give you a great rotation, too. Yeah. Do you ever meet Norm McDonald? I never met him. Okay. Never met him. Top, top three or four of this generation for me. I think uh, Burr is probably number one, and I like Lewis Black, but Norm's right up there. But that, the, the, the delivery was everything with him. Yeah, the voice, the yep. delivery, yeah. everything. So uh, Mitch interviewed him four years ago, five years ago, and he told the great story of he was playing blackjack and he, he got he was so drunk Black he blacked drunk. out. He's hitting on eighteen. But anyways, they go, sir, everything you did worked. We have your hundred eighteen thousand waiting at the cage. You told that story before. The guy, long, didn't, know. The guy, the guy didn't, didn't know. The guy didn't know that he won that much money. Okay, take it any direction you want because you're so good at this. But how many times has that happened? Usually it'd be the opposite, right? right like, oh right. my god, all you have is yeah. receipts at ATM. Unruly behavior, people acting a fool, or also people waking up and to their surprise and delight, there's yeah, money for them waiting well, at the gate. They're unconscious, they're drunk, and, they're, <laughs> and everything's working, and they don't remember. I mean, people don't remember what happened to the 5000 They also don't remember when they won 100000 And you have to put the money on deposit because, they're like I told you the story, the guy was dropping it everywhere. He, could, he couldn't handle the money, so they put it on deposit for him. And then, you know, we told his friend, Who's, who, who's somebody that we know very well. Hey, is he going to come pick up his money? He didn't even know. It was two weeks later the guy came. He said, what money? $130,000. Are you kidding come me? Come on. Uh, is that the guy who started with 1000 Yeah, and, re- and had it up to one sixty, and ended up winning one thirty seven. Oh, he had no idea. No idea. He was an annihilator. He had no idea. So what, what's the procedure then? Oh. You guys step in at some point and say, <clears throat> sir, we're going to take over yeah. here. Your chips are going to go to the he, cage. You need to go to bed. Yes. That's what you do? Yes, or put him in an Uber or put him in a limo or take him up to his room. Put the money in the safe. Put the money in the cage. He's like falling down give, drunk. Give him a receipt. You know, that, that, yeah. this money, yeah. Doesn't know where he's at. Sounds like a hockey team that likes to eat. It happens every day at stadium <laughs> swimming. Oh, the sun. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> you don't even need that many drinks to be that way <laughs> yeah. in the sun. Yeah. yeah. Bring out the wheelchair. Do you, do you think Scherzer can win the NL Cy Young? He can. I, well, now he's the favorite. I had to bet him at even money to get off my Bueller tickets, because I think Bueller's in trouble. Scherzer has a huge advantage over Bueller, and then he follows him in the rotation. One, he gets to scout the team the day before that he's pitching against, almost every case. Mm. And two, he gets knows what he has to match in Bueller's performance, because I think it's a two-horse race. I really don't think Burns has a shot. Oh, you don't think so? No, I make this a two-horse race. Why do you say that? I just don't think Burns has done enough. I don't think he's won enough games. I think he's had some really bad starts. Why, That's what? the thing about Bueller. Bueller's had one bad start that Sunday night against the Giants. Scherzer's had every excellent start, though. He's unhittable since he came to the Dodgers. 
if Scherzer, he's been the best player on that team. You, you do you know that if Robbie Ray, who's been the best pitcher in the American League for the last four months, won it, that would make five pitchers off that Tigers team of uh, of of 2011 that would have won a Cy Young. Scherzer three or maybe four this year. Verlander two. David Price won one with Tampa Bay and Porcello with, with the Red Sox. Think about that. <laughs> oh my God! Take a, 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 and, uh, and only Verlander won it with them. You know what I mean? Everybody else went somewhere else to win. It. Yeah, yeah. The Tigers, 2011. That's team. incredible. We have five five young winners on that staff. Did that 2012 team make the World Series against yeah. the Giants and they lost? Yeah, oh, I don't I know. All them years they went. They went against Texas. They went against the. They they, beat, they had Texas in the final. They played St. Louis. They lost the one year. They played the Giants. I remember 2012 was the Giants. You're right. I think so. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Today is a uh, special day for you. Well, you know, my it's my dad's birthday. He would have been 85. Okay. okay. 85. So happy birthday, Dad! And having and we've told many stories about my dad through the years. On Big this Cubs show. fan. Huge, huge. Love Cubs. the Cubs. Never, never, never forgave him for uh, not throwing Sutcliffe in Game Four of that series <laughs> against San Diego. Never got over that. Well, you could have come back then, you know, with Trout in Game Five and said Trout sits on the bench and you lose, you lose with the guard. But anyhow. He coached uh, fast-pitch softball, right, and baseball and all that. But he was very successful fast-pitch softball manager. And his teams, well, he actually won a world championship. Oh. They won the Iowa championships. He, he, I think when he, I gave a speech when they put him in the Hall of Fame. I think he was like almost 85% winning percentage over his career. Wow. But one of his players told me this story. It's the 1973 uh, World Fast-Pitch Tournament in Tulsa, Oklahoma. He told me this story about your dad's a very smart man. You need to listen to your dad. They're in the semifinals of the winner's bracket, and they're getting beat by the defending champions. It's two to nothing against one of the best pitchers in the world. They're, they're out of this game, but it's raining. And it's raining, it's raining. The field's starting to get sloppy, right? He says, and your dad calls us over. We're going to the top of the fifth. You, take five, you need five innings for a complete game there. We're down two to nothing. And he says, guys, we have three shots to get a single to center to win this game. And they said, Ronnie, what are you talking about? A single to center. We're down two to nothing. He said, the next guy that can get a single to center, you take two steps and you go face down in the mud in this turf. And then you try to get up in this dirt. You try to get up and then you fall down again. You have to let them throw you out at first base. They will stop the game and try to fix the field. It's going to rain for four days. I've looked at the forecast. By tomorrow, they're going to start gathering the animals two by two. He said, it's going to be that bad. <laughs> second batter up, center ba second batter up, Lenny Romberg, little slapping second baseman, hits one down the left field line. It's going to be a double for sure. Two steps. Face down in the mud, <laughs> tries to get up, falls twice. They throw him out at first. The umpires, that's, that's it. Stop the game. It rains, it rains. And the rule was they didn't resume the game. They played a new game if you didn't finish that day. Oh Three days God. later, they started a new game. They won one to nothing. They won the World Tournament. <laughs> so your dad's is a, that your right? Your dad's a smart man. Listen to him. Oh, wow. That's incredible. That is great. What are you talking about? What are you? That's great. Damn. He wasn't wrong. He wasn't wrong. Great well, man. He wasn't. Get your yeah. coat. Get your Michael. coat, Michael. Well, what a kicker to your appearance today. Oh, huh? Great Thank job. Mm. Thank you. B minus. <laughs> of course. I think your shows, you got some momentum now. These new segments are good. Yeah. You're going to start to get a cadence to this. It speeds up guys like Paul Stone, gets them at a normal speed. It's all good. Mm. Thank you, Mike. Thank speed you. Good to see you. We got Tank Williams on the on odds. Tank on. Williams, oh, good. Okay. I'm going to ask him how David Shaw goes, kicks the extra point down 24 to 63 minutes <laughs> oh, to go. God. <laughs> if you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCast designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. The Chicago, Detroit, Philadelphia, and Pittsburgh CityCasts are up and running with five new episodes every single week. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. Fantasy Football Hall of Famer Paul Charchian on the program coming up next. Uh, what does he make of tonight's matchup? Who does he like? Who does he not like? We'll ask him about it coming up. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, it's go time. He went 2-0 last week. Top horse racing place from Express Bet Editor-in-Chief Jeremy Plunk. Belmont Race 9. He likes the 6 at 6-1 to one on the morning line. 
and at Churchill Downs in race seven, he likes the three, micro cap, at three to one. First bet has a special offer for new customers. Get an instant $10 free upon sign-up, and then earn $10 for every $1,000 wagered, up to 1000 Use the bonus code VEGAS1000, vcin.com slash horses for details. vcin.com slash horses, promo code VEGAS1000. Every Thursday at this time, Fantasy Football Hall of Famer Paul Charchian joins the program. Uh, GuillotineLeagues.com. Charge, good morning. How are you? I'm doing great. Great to talk to you guys. Good morning. Yep. Let's start, as always, let's start with the Thursday night game that we have. Coming up tonight, football team hosting the Giants. I've been saying all week long, I don't know, maybe, maybe the football team's offense is better with uh, Heineke as a quarterback. I know you're a big Stewbeard guy, Fitzpatrick, but what do I you am. think of that? Um, I think you're crazy, um, but Heineke's not bad. Let's remember, the Heineke-led football team gave the Bucks their their tightest win in the playoffs. I mean, this is, he in some fashions, he does actually fit a little bit better than the free-slinging ways of Fitzpatrick. He may take care of the ball better. He'll certainly run better. Um, but I love that Fitzpatrick was going to open up the field with his arm and press downfield. Heineke doesn't have that arm, and that part worries me a little bit. Uh, from a pure fantasy standpoint, Heineke's startable just because of the scrambling. He's not Lamar Jackson, but you know he'll scramble his way to 30, 40 rushing yards, which chips in a little bit. Okay. You like Gibson tonight? You know, I do like Gibson. Um, you know, he played uh, 65% of the offensive snaps last week, yep. which was pretty good. But it was really fascinating that they basically didn't, they didn't throw to J.D. McKissick at all. I think he had one target and no catches. So, you know, the hope for Gibson was that he was going to be more of a third down back, and he did get more of that work. And if he can catch, that's his way to a big game here. The Giants allowed the fifth most receptions to opposing backs last year. And that's why I like Gibson here, because I do believe he's going to start, he will increase his reception workload from last year. Many of you will remember Gibson was a wide receiver in college and they got converted to running back yep. last year. So he's got the pass catching chops on him. Um, he was uh, he was modest against the Giants last year, but I, I, I like this offense better this year. So, you know, I, I expect a good game. He's my number 10 ranked running back. Number 10 okay, overall. Yeah. Uh, where do you have Barkley? He did not do much of anything last week, kind of a non-factor. Ooh. Do you anticipate kind of a similar um, display tonight from him? Yeah, I, so many things working against Barkley in this game. First, uh, he, the severely reduced workload because coming off the ACL, yep. he played in less than half of the snaps in last week's game. And then he looked mundane with the snaps he did get with his 2.6 yard per carry average. Then four days of rest coming off the game on the knee. Don't like that. Um, and then the tough matchup. Washington was a top 10 fantasy run defense last year. They held Austin Eckler in check last week he got to just 57 yards and Eckler's healthy and frankly just better than Saquon Barkley right now and he only got to 57 yards so yeah don't like Barkley at all he's my number 40 ranked running back this week I think he's a desperation start only tonight all right uh, I'm glad you brought up Eckler because I have mm. a season-long prop bet on him uh, against Clyde Edwards Hilaire which player will have more rushing and receiving yards combined Z zero targets last week for Eckler I'm kind of freaking out over that or should I not be yeah that shocking right yes so new offensive coordinators Joe Lombardi he comes from New Orleans where he saw what a stylistically similar Alvin Kamara does and we all assume that they were going to use Eckler in that fashion Eckler has been a, an incredibly high usage receiver in the past and maybe it was just because of the opponent. Washington, our sample size is only one game. 
they were very good against running receiving running backs last year. They only allowed an average of 23 air yards to running backs per game last year. They were, they were among the best in the league. So maybe it was just something about Washington. But let me give you this deep dive nugget that I turned up. Rookie running back Larry Roundtree was asked to pass block more than Austin Eckler was. I mean, and, you know, Eckler should be on the field all the time, right? And Eckler was on the field three times as many plays as Roundtree, but Roundtree was put into pass protection on more plays than Eckler was, seven plays versus five plays. And get this, he was great at it. He finished his pro football focus's highest ranked pass blocker, Larry Roundtree. So there, we may be seeing a situation where they're taking Austin Eckler off the field more on third down than anybody would have guessed. Hall of Famer Paul Charchi and our guests follow the money. Paul and Mitch Visa in the Sports Betting Network. How concerned are you with Rodgers and Roethlisberger? Well, let's start with Roethlisberger. Um, this was not great. And I'm going to start with some of the tangible items, and I'll, I'll give you some facts here. Mm-hmm. Offensive line looked as bad as feared. Ben had the lowest time to throw across all starting quarterbacks last week just 2.3 seconds he was last in that stat last year as well his two main wide receivers deontay johnson and juju smith schuster were both bottom 10 in average air yards he's got to get rid of the ball so fast they just can't produce a downfield passing attack and then i'll give you some intangibles just look at his arm i mean just anybody who watched five minutes of steelers football he's just not the same guy the arm is cooked. There's just not the same juice left in that arm. And I'd hope that the arm wouldn't look wobbly until November, December, but we're already here now. And now this for this week, he's got an unexpectedly tricky matchup with, with the Raiders, a team that's been unable to get any pass rush going for the past two, three years. Now they just ambushed the Ravens offensive line. So I'm, I'm really nervous about the Steelers abilities to keep him upright this week. And then just even going forward, So my level of concern with Ben Roethlisberger is at full tilt, bowel-loosening levels of existential dread for Ben (laughs) Roethlisberger's fantasy owners. Uh As for Aaron Rodgers, zero concern here. Um, And this should make you, I mean, it's the Lions. This is the the common take. It's the Lions. He's going to go smoke the team that he's been extremely successful against through his whole career, and that's probably the case. But let me mention this. By passer rating, Aaron Rodgers just played his fourth worst game ever. By passer rating, his third worst game ever was just last year, that one-sided loss to Tampa Bay. And the next week, he threw four touchdowns. Okay. And the Lions lost Jeff Okuda in an already tissue-thin secondary. So it's over. I mean, zero concern with Rodgers. Bounce back game coming. It's going to be, it should be a slaughter. How about three sleepers? All right, let's go to the quarterback position. We like Jimmy Garoppolo last week. He gave us 300 yards. I like him a lot this week as well. People confuse Jimmy Garoppolo's modest arm talent with his, with his own abilities, his ability to fill a box score. But get this, Debo Samuel leads the NFL in yards after the catch, and George Kittle leads all tight ends in yards after the catch. All Jimmy Garoppolo has to do is just get the ball in his hands. I bet, let them go be the talented players that they are, and we're going to be just fine. And that's the case here against a secondary with Avante Maddox and Darius Slay and Steven Nelson. Those are all guys who can be, get beat many, many times. At running back, I like A.J. Dillon up against the Lions. This is the angry, humiliated Packers team that's going to put up a, a big lead here. Remember, the Lions are down by 21 at half last week. 
to be the case here. Lots of running in the second half. I like I like the backup running back for the Packers, A.J. Dillon. Mm. And then lastly, wide receiver. K.J. Hamler goes up against Jacksonville. Jerry Judy's out, so there's a bunch of extra passes to go around. Hamler's got a juicy matchup in the slot against cornerback Tyson Campbell, who allowed a 100% completion rate last week, 8 of 8 on passes in his coverage, 80 yards, and a touchdown. Hamler's a boomer bust guy who dropped the touchdown, a long touchdown last week. I think it comes together here for a boom game for K.J. Hamler. Sharks, no doubt. Jalen Hurts owners love what they got in week one. Do you like or love Hurts long term? I'm awfully excited. Jalen Hurts was the league's lowest completion rate percentage quarterback last year. 56% of, of his passes were completed last year. Rolls, and so a lot of questions. Can he pass? We know he can run. Can he pass? Rolls into week one. Throws four incompletions in the whole game. That's a staggering reversal from last year. If Hurts, if this is any indication, it's a small sample size, granted. But if that's any indication about what's coming, we can get passing productivity from Jalen Hurts with the rushing productivity. That's fantasy football cheat code. That puts you in the conversation with, with guys like Josh Allen uh, and Kyler Murray. I mean, and that's, that's how you win league. So extremely optimistic baseball we saw last week. All right. And everybody watching and listening to the program, they can still draft leagues, right, and pick up a guillotine league? can still uh, join guillotine leagues now it's not too late to get in the, the hottest freshest way to play fantasy football available at guillotineleagues.com and all my player rankings for this weekend are available for free at guillotineleagues.com and as by, well by the way i would say this i've said it many many times i think your player ratings are the absolute best and you have a breakdown in almost every single player up there very easy to navigate i love the display on it you do a great job man thank you so much that means a lot mitch good to talk to you charge good luck this weekend bye-bye yep there you go uh, love it. I get I get snippets and nuggets out of his uh, player rankings every single week. Awesome stuff. He's the man. No well, doubt about it. A lot of day baseball today. That's right. Lots of day baseball. It'll be fun. All right. It's a great story. The dad. How good oh, yeah, story. I know. Good show today. Yeah. Bums on B minus. It's an, it's insulting. It really is. Can't argue with the great. Our great. Our great, my friend. Come on. No. Bet River Sportsbook app has a huge number of live streaming events every day. Bet River Sportsbook has great offers, including a $250 match bonus on your first deposit, and all bonuses are only one-time playthrough. Amazing offers and great customer service makes Bet Rivers your hometown sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Playable in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. See the Bet River Sportsbook app for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Or in Colorado, call 1-800-522-4700. Playable in New Jersey as Play Sugar House. This is VEASAN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN experts live and breathe sports betting, and we've assembled the best team here in Vegas, the gambling capital of the world. Our unique approach helps you learn how to become a better handicapper. We go beyond picks and predictions to discuss the numbers and analysis that matter to sports bettors. The action never stops, and we are always on for you with TV, radio, and digital coverage. Invest in your sports betting success. Visit vcin.com to learn more. vcin is here to help you learn more about sports betting. Sign up for our free daily newsletter at vcin.com forward slash email, and you'll get show highlights and expert insights every morning. That's vcin.com forward slash email.
New to VEASAN? The best way to learn more about sports betting and how VEASAN can help you is to sign up for our free daily email. You'll receive an email every morning with show highlights and expert insights. Sign up for free today at VEASAN.com slash email. That's VSIN.com slash email. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is Finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.